my first year of seminary, we had a, there was, we had, we would have these, these priests on faculty give homilies. And I remember this priest, Father Anthony Mastroni, got up to give his homily. And I remember him making a, a, like just, I mean, just reaming us out. I mean, just yelling at us. And he was preaching on this gospel passage. And what he was saying was that there are people outside in the world working their tails off to provide for their families. Working their tails off, working three jobs, not having any insurance, but still doing all of this hard work, wheeling and dealing left and right in order to gain some wealth to provide for their families, to provide for themselves. And he looked at us and he pointed the finger and he said, you guys don't do anything. Thank you. Thank you, Father Master. And he was saying, you know, how, you know, these people, they work so hard to eat. And he's like, all you guys do is have to take your little card and go swipe for a meal plan. And then, boom, you got it. You don't have to pay for anything. I'm like, well, yeah, that's true. And then, you know, he said, you guys complain all the time. That was true. You guys are really lazy. That's true. All of these, like, things, just kind of one thing after the other after the other. Like, it was just a very, like, scathing homily. And yet, none of us could really be mad at him. Because it was all true. We were really pretty lazy at the time, and we were not doing a good job. And there was kind of a, a big turning point in the seminary hearing that. Helping us recognize that what we have is a gift. What we have is, is something that, that not everybody gets the opportunity to do. And that is to be a student and study something that, that allows us to kind of grow deeper in our faith. Yet, for all the arguments that he made toward us and the the very clear instruction that he gave us, I think it actually applies to, not to the same degree, but to a certain degree, to you guys. What he was telling us about, about working hard is something that I think just as well can apply to you guys as college students. And here's why. People say often in college, you can lose your faith. But I don't think anybody loses their faith in college. I know nobody loses their faith in college. But I think a correct analysis of college is when you go to college, you can choose your faith. You can choose whatever it is that you want to believe. You can choose to believe, to, to believe in the Catholic Church. You can choose to leave the Catholic Church. You can choose to become agnostic. You can choose to become an atheist. You can choose to try out Protestantism. You know, some of the, you can choose to try out other Christian organizations on campus. You can choose this, or you can choose that. We all make choices, whether explicitly or implicitly. And what Jesus is pointing out is that if we want to, that we are called to choose one or the other. You don't lose your faith in college. You choose your faith. And what Jesus is showing us is you have a choice. You have a freedom to choose either God or mammon. This freedom is, is for many of you guys, is quite unique. Because the fact of the matter is, is once you get to, for, for many of y'all, some, some of it all is different, but for many of you, once you get to college, it's on you. What's it going to be? God or mammon? What's interesting that he points out is that you can't do both. You can't do both. You can't pick, you know, a little bit of mammon and a little bit of God and just kind of like sprinkle them in together and it all work out. 
It's one or the other. And this is very clear throughout the scriptures. Either you're, you're hot or you're cold. If you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out. It'll be miserable. It'll be bad. I used to, there was this one priest who was preaching a homily about sitting on the fence. And he says, if you sit on a fence for a long period of time, you will have a very serious medical problem. If you, if you have one foot on the boat and another foot on the dock and that boat takes off, you will yet again have a very serious medical problem. Point being is this is not a sustainable way to live. You can't pick one side. You can't just, you can't just pick both sides. You can't, you can't do a little bit of sin here and come to church here and, you know, not really go to confession or repent of anything and think everything's going to be okay. It ain't going to play out nicely. That's what he's making. That's the, that's the point that he's making, and out, make, making for us. But what he points out also, too, at least for us, it's even a little bit scarier, is that those, those of men and women who choose to pursue straight mammon, who say to heck with the Lord, to heck with the religion, to heck all this stuff, usually succeed. And they usually do a really good job. And you know what? He's kind of right. I mean, think about it. Look at the cultural wars we have lost over the years because we have not done a good job of stepping up and arguing other points. Because we have not done a good job of stepping up and combating other, other, this, this, these points of view that tend to be dominating us. I mean, look at it. We've lost the abortion war. Now, we're, we're getting a little bit more ground there, but we've completely lost the contraception war. Good luck arguing that one in the public square. We can't, the, 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 the whole concept of, of homosexual marriage. I mean, like, guys, 10 years ago, that was a weird thing. Now, I mean, it's, it's hard to even debate it. It's hard to even discuss it. Why? Because those of us who have chosen, chosen God have not done a very good job of stepping up and defending him. We have not done a very good job of rising to the challenge and fighting for him. Being honest with the little things that God has given us. Being attentive to the details of our faith. Focusing in on the gifts of the Catholicism that we have received. And that's what Jesus is trying to teach us in this gospel. He's teaching us that you can't really be lukewarm Catholics and expect to have a favorable judgment. He's teaching us and he's showing us that at some point, you and I are going to meet the Lord and he's going to look at us and he's going to say the same thing this rich man said to his steward. He's going to say, prepare a full account of your stewardship. And if you've chosen mammon, well, that account won't look too pretty. If you've chosen just God and mammon, the kind of the split thing, like, like I said, you'll be spit out. That account won't look too pretty. But even if you choose God, which I can say, I'm wearing green right now, I'm wearing, I've chosen God. It still could not look pretty. It could still look dangerous. It could still look frightening. Because if we don't do what he's urging us to do, to be prudent in dealing with our own generation, to be trustworthy in the little things, the very small matters, to serve not not mammon at all, but to serve only him, to live for him, to die for him, to do everything for him, then it won't be a very favorable account. It won't look good. And that was the words that Father Mastroni was emphasizing to us is that if you want to be seminarians, you've got to give your 100%. You've got to give it all. And that's what I'm telling you guys. Y'all are students. Give your 100%. Give your 100% to your studies. Give your 100% to your faith. Now, I know there's a little bit of tension there. I get it. 
how do you balance studying nursing and you know trying to ace anatomy 101 and yet you know attending mass and praying rosaries on a daily basis i get it there's a tension there but the way you choose god over choosing mammon is to recognize that that nurse that that your nursing major your engineering major thermodynamics whatever biology all these classes that you're taking are not ends in of themselves you're not living for an a you're living for the lord and so whenever you live for the Lord, you can see these classes ultimately as not, as not things to live for, but things to use in the future to serve the Lord. Things you can use in the future to serve Jesus. This is something we haven't done well. Hence the reason why we're losing the cultural war. We have not used this, we have not marshaled our resources to fight the good fight. But that can change. That can change with you guys. If you guys dedicate your lives, if you follow this passage, if you choose God and not mammon, we can turn the tide. We can actually send a message to the world that if you want to be happy, don't turn to the lies the devil is preaching. Don't turn to secularism. Secularism is lonely and boring. Nobody has any fun in secularism. Don't turn to atheism, then you're going to go nuts trying to, trying to prove that there is no God. It's funny, all the people, people that, that talk about God the most are atheists. It's, it's kind of ironic. Don't choose these other ways of life. It's, there's no joy there. Choose the Lord. Choose the Lord. But the only way people are going to choose the Lord is if they see you and I choose him first. And the way we choose him is by having our sights set on not just being lukewarm Sunday Catholics, but having our sights set on being saints. Being saints. My brothers and sisters, you cannot lose your faith in college. You can only choose your faith. And I pray that each and every one of you chooses to be a saint.